Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio. For more, go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts, news and views. Or for more, follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter. Hello and welcome to the Spurs Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio. You're with me, Johnny Burrow and Ricky Sachs and Grant Sachs of The Last Word on Spurs. It's the biggest game in Tottenham's history at the weekend as they take on Liverpool in the Champions League final in Madrid. Slightly nervous faces opposite me here in the studio. Well, I think there has to be a slight... Uh, amongst the nerves but we had the perfect start to the week seeing Arsenal get beat in their final I think that in a little bit away takes the pressure off Tottenham because I think now we can go away enjoy it see what happens it would be just a remarkable achievement Spurs are going to win the Champions League I, obviously I haven't stopped smiling for the last two or three weeks but we're so close we are so close we can touch it and it's time to make history well Ricky can back me up here I think we've suffered years and years of being Tottenham fans and to be at this point <laughs> I think in both of our lives, seeing Tottenham in a Champions League final, I think we never believed it, Ricky, did we? No, we didn't ever believe it. I'll be honest with you, we've, I say, having my brother here tonight, it's a very special moment for me to bring mm. him onto the show because <laughs> all those years we sat there, you know, dad and brothers watching every single game and I don't think we ever truly believed that we'd be at this point here talking about Spurs in a Champions League final. And the great thing about it is that it does look like we're going to have a fully fit squad to pick from and Spurs mm. haven't had that luxury throughout the season and we come to this game now where of course you look at maybe arguing the the two teams Liverpool have got a stronger squad I don't doubt that at all whatsoever yes you may say their 11 would shade Tottenham's but I think when you put the two teams there there isn't much in it in terms of you know the the 11's itself yes they may shade it but I think if Spurs all of them can have a 10 out of 10 game and you are getting Liverpool to have a, a couple of players have an off day Anything can happen. And the beauty of it is it's a final. Form goes out the window. It's one game of football. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Also, does that potential for a Spurs Champions League win become a little bit sweeter because you saw Arsenal not only play in the less exciting European competition, but also lose their cup final? Well, I mean, looking back at that game last night, I think, in my opinion, I thought Arsenal could have rolled that game quite easily. I think with Chelsea, it was very, very relaxed. But... One down, one to go. That's all I keep thinking. One down, <laughs> one to go, and it'd be it would be amazing. But let's just be calm. I don't want to get too cocky just yet. But one down, one to go. Good stuff. We were talking about the Spurs team's fitness there, or lack thereof. We all know that there is a difference between not being injured and being match fit. The big question for Pochettino isn't whether he can play Harry Kane, but whether he should. Well, George, Johnny, the the, th- the fact of the matter is that Liverpool 
aren't all match aren't match fit either. You know, both teams have had three weeks off. So, you know, no one is really in game mode at the moment. So no matter the 11s that are going out there, of course, Harry Kane has been out for a while. So that's a different situation entirely. And we're going to come on later in the show in terms of if Kane's going to be in the starting lineup. But Spurs have the opportunity and they've had it this season to pick from you know, a full available team. We haven't had that opportunity. So I think going into the Liverpool game, you want to pick your best team. And like I've said before, Liverpool have had three weeks off. Spurs have had three weeks off. They've relaxed. They're not in game mode. So it will be interesting to see how Pochettino lines up with this one because, you know, we're playing against a Liverpool side that have got wonderful fullbacks. They've got great attacking flair. And, you know, we're going to have to find a way to navigate that to get the result at the weekend. I mean, I think the amazing thing about it is that the last few games with the Champions League, we've been we've had to choose from what we've got. But now to have the option out there, you can choose what you want, Maurizio. But it's such a difficult choice. I mean, do you play more or do you play Kane? It's going to be a really, really tough one on the night. Does Kane offer you more on the pitch or on the bench? If you rest him, he's just waiting there with that fear factor. And when he comes on, if you're still mm. in the game, let alone if you're leading, there's that real fear factor for Liverpool. But equally, if you start him, you have the most dangerous number nine <laughs> arguably in world football there on the pitch from the word go Joyce funny Johnny I speak to so many people and I get again a lot of different opinions on Harry Kane starting the game or putting him on the bench and I'd say we're going to come on to it later in terms of if we'll be in my 11 if we'll be in Grant's 11 the fact of the matter is that Harry Kane is one of the best strikers in the world and if you asked if you asked any you know any fan out there of supporting their team if you've got one of the best strikers in the world would you want him to start in the biggest game in your history they would all say yes hmm. but with Harry Kane he's not played for a while I admit that, you know, that's a situation to look at. But Kane's just not a striker who scores lots of goals. He's a talisman. You heard the story at half-time in the Ajax game where Spurs were going out of that game with a whimper and he gave a rousing speech. Danny Rose said it, Kieran Trippier said it, and he does impact the dressing room. And having Kane on that field, he's a leader. There's been times in the Champions League that Spurs look like they were going out of the competition and Kane single-handedly dragged Spurs into, whether it be the knockout stages or back from a game at the death. So he's a special, special player. And Maurizio Pochettino's got a big job to make. And that's what he's paid the money for. Yeah, and of course, he is an expert at making these decisions. The decision about Kane isn't the only choice he's got to make, though, because Harry Winks is another guy who's been injured. It's a difficult question because it complicates the issue of Kane as well. It's not just do you play one player who might not be match fit. It's how many chances do you take? I mean... I was looking back at it today and thinking Harry Winks has been exceptional, but at the same time, again, just like Harry, you've got to remember, he has actually been out for quite some time. I mean, Wayne Yama, if you remember, he actually played against Man City. He was fantastic. So there's no a reason. Screamer against Liverpool. Screamer is a good omen there. I mean, I believe there's no reason why Wayne Yama can't challenge for that place. I mean, whether he'll play all the big boys, Ali, Ericsson, um, all of that middle, it's going to be very interesting. But look, I'm. All we can do is go into it with our heads on, focused, and let's see what happens, absolutely. But Grant, he's in the best position where he's, he has got the, a, a full fit. He I has. say full fit, he's got the yep. whole squid, the squad to pick from. That's what he would have wanted. I, I believe, I mean, this is a kind of night where a game plan does need to come in. And, I mean, look, Harry Kane, I mean, again, the question is, he has to start. But at the same time, we've played the big boys, we've beaten the big boys without Harry. So there's no reason why there can't be a game plan here, if we want one, to go there and do some good damage on Liverpool, absolutely. Absolutely. In terms of 
our own coverage of this. I'm very excited to say we have a man on the ground in Madrid. Love Sports' very own Guy Watts. He's out there. He's talking to Spurs fans. He's even having to talk to Liverpool fans as well. Bless him. He'll be with us on the line from the Spanish capital very, very shortly. And if you're a Spurs fan and you'll be looking for reaction after the game, particularly if you've won it, looking to vent your excitement, your joy... I will be with you right here on Love Sport Radio Saturday night, 10 o'clock till 11 o'clock. You can call in or you can WhatsApp as well. And you can do that tonight as well. By the way, the number to both call and WhatsApp is 0208 70 20 558. If you'd like to text us, just add Love Sport Radio as a contact. Remember to add your name and your point of view so we can discuss it on air. And it's at Love Sport Radio on Twitter as well. In terms of right backs... We've been having an argument about Trippier. He might be off to either Spain or Italy if certain rumours are to be believed. Would you play him? Well, for me, Kieran Trippier hasn't been in the greatest of form. It's no surprise anyone I'm going to say that. I personally, we're going to come on and say to the teams that he won't be in my starting eleven. And again, we haven't really got much of a choice. There. You know, Sergio also has got a, a ricket in him. But Kieran Trippier's confidence is so low. And, you know, you've got the potential of, you know... Mane up against him, a guy that could absolutely roast him for pace. Well, there's no doubt he, he you know, say could, he, he might. And my concern is whether Trippi is up to the task on the night because with fullbacks, what Liverpool have got and Spurs haven't got is they've got the ability to not only go forward but can also track back. And Danny Rose, I love Danny Rose. And again, it's an opportunity for him. Can he be able to do that job on the night? For me, Danny Rose is a certain starter at left back. That doesn't, you know, absolutely. doesn't even think about it in my mind. Yep. Danny Rose is starting. But that right back spot is a complicated one. I know we had the show last week where we were thinking, who do you start a right back? I know the chaps, you know, all, all in favour of Trippier. I wasn't. It's just such a difficult decision to make. And Maurizio, mm. I'm sure, in his mind, he'll make the right one. But Trippier wouldn't be in my eleven. Again, you have to also think, is his head at Spurs? There's been rumours this week that Trippier's already, you know, spoke with his teammates that he potentially will be looking for a move. Does that motivate him to finally get a trophy before he goes? You just don't know what's in Trippier's mind. I mean, I just believe with Trippier at the minute, the option, if you gave me the choice in Trippier or Aurier, I believe the majority of Tottenham fans would say Trippier. Um, I mean, Aurier has looked very, very suspect. And do you throw him in to the biggest game of well, my life and Tottenham Hotler's history at the minute. I mean, it's it's a big, big call. But if you gave me a safer option, I would choose Trippier. But again, I'm not overly confident with him. But that's what I would go with at the minute, Trippier. I believe that's our strongest option at right back. And who knows? He might even change up with the three at the back. We don't know what he's going to do. And we might with the wing backs or just the back four. We don't know at the minute. Lads, to put this match in some context in terms of how important it is, not just for Tottenham Hotspur as a club, but for its fans mm. as well. How important, how big is this night going to be for you two? I'm not talking just in a footballing sense. I'm talking in your lives more broadly. Where is this going to rank in the big, big moments? When you follow a club, we've been at, we've watched every single game, every single minute of Tottenham since we've been alive. So when you say how big is it, it's the biggest night of our lives. We're all going to be together watching it. It's going to be very special for us because, you know, when we were younger, how many years did we suffer? You know, we say, Dad, why are yep. you putting us through... <laughs> This this pain of supporting Tottenham. When is it when is it going to get better? That's always to say to him. Is it ever gonna? Is it ever gonna be? Is it ever gonna be great? Because when I was growing up, like I say, Spurs. It used to be you know finishing tenth at the end of a weekend was a fantastic miracle. Now we're sitting there as a regular top four team. Talk about Spurs in a Champions League final. We're in completely different you know uncharted territory to what we are now. And all I just want to see the Spurs team do is go and make history because we're on the brink of it. 
I mean, I was just going to say myself, I mean, I remember the Pinnacle Knights actually being, getting fourth and having to play the qualifier against Young Boys the following season. That was the pinnacle of being a Tottenham fan at that point. And then we threw that away. But, I mean, look, it, people keep saying once in a lifetime. I'm not going to say it's going to be once in a lifetime, but this is the first time in a long, long era we've got this moment. So, look, if we are going to lose, let's lose the right way and go out there fighting. If we're going to win, it's going to be the... It's not a right way to lose, Granny. There's no right way to lose. There's no right way to lose, but I'm saying I want to go out there and if we're going to go out, I hope we go out there all guns blazing, fighting right till the end, which I'm sure we will, but it's, it's going to be an incredible evening. You're not going to be lying so. down. You simply won't lie <laughs> down. You're going to Madrid with a Absolutely. job to do and a fire in your belly. And of course, Love Sports very own Guy Watts has gone to Madrid with a job to do and a fire in his belly. We'll be speaking to him and some Spurs fans who are out there in Spain in just a moment. This is Love Sport. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio. You're with me, Johnny Burrow and Ricky Sachs and Grant Sachs of Last Word on Spurs. We were talking last week, Ricky, about how some of the things that Spurs players and indeed the Spurs boss have been saying to the media weren't massively helpful. But this week we've had more media interaction. It's been of a more positive sort. Musa Sissoko has come out and said, listen, the spirit around the club is fantastic. These players want to work for each other. They want to play for the supporters. Does that give you confidence that it could be Spurs night on Saturday? It does. I mean, but at the same time, Musa Sissoko, I've said it so many times that he is the football fairy tale, you know, the story of this guy to come in, have all that, you know, pressure about the price tag, fans on his back, and the way he's changed the perception has just been incredible and remarkable to watch him. And it, you know, this week it's culminated in getting the Spurs Legends Award for Player of the Season, and rightly so. I was disappointed that he didn't win, the, you know, the, the the main one from the fans. You know, Sonny's been incredible, don't get me wrong, but I think Sissoko's transformation as a player has been just you know, wonderful to watch. And I think, you know, he's so pivotal, so, so pivotal against Liverpool at the weekend because he has that ability to turn us from defence into attack. So, yeah, absolutely pivotal Spurs this weekend. Grant, looking back on the money that Spurs spent on Sissoko, was he worth it? Um, I believe, if you look back now, where Sissoko was playing originally in that first season, I think he was chucked over at right wing at some times. It just goes to show when you do put a player in a position where he is at his strengths in the midfield, fighting for the ball, winning tackles. He's at his pinnacle now at the minute. I mean, even at Newcastle, I don't remember him playing this well. I mean, he's full of great players around him. And at the, at the minute, he's outshining some of them there. He's an incredible player. And again, someone like him, he can really get the game with the scruff of its neck, I believe, on Saturday night. He could be the star man, honestly. I believe that. Do you think he's got what it takes to really outmuscle that Liverpool midfield? Because it's not that they've got one player who's a particular unit in himself. They press as a team, as a unit. Spurs are going to have to work as one, aren't they? If they're yeah. going to get anything against that side. That's the key, Johnny. There's a potential that we will be outnumbered in that midfield. So it does mean a lot of work being done by even the forwards tracking back. You know, if it is Son, if it is Mora, they're going to have to tuck in. They're going to have to, you know, defend from the front. And the problem I say with Liverpool side is that you are playing a team that has got mm. such ability, not just in attack, but in defence as well. And you look at their squad, there's not too many weaknesses. You know, we talk about a side that have lost one Premier League game and that was against the champions at their ground. So Spurs are going to have to do something that, you know, 37 other Premier League teams failed to do and beat them. 
Well, as I say, this is a night for a game plan. As I, in my opinion, I think this isn't the kind of night where you, you go out again. Like I said, we want to get all guns blazing, but at the same time, a player team like Liverpool, you do need to be set up correctly. We know quite they could have more of the possession. We know yeah. that for a oh, fact. Oh, absolutely, oh, of course. But as I say, I mean, we've done it in the past. We've gone to games and we've had a real game plan, and it's come out and it's worked okay. So I believe that if we go there with our head screwed on with a certain mentality of how we're going to win this, how are we going to dissect the Liverpool team, where the chance is going to come from, I believe we've got just as good a chance as anyone. Absolutely. In terms of that press, have you got a chance to get round it, do you think? It's difficult. I, that is such a tricky question. I mean, I think it may favour Spurs to play on the break. You know, Spurs, mm. I think we are at our best when we are a counter-attacking team with the options we've got in attack, the likes of Son, Mora, Dilly Alli, Christian Eriksen. These guys can all create chances in the blink of a second. And if Harry Kane does play, you've got one of the most lethal strikers in the world. Mm, absolutely true. We've also got a man in Madrid. I'm delighted to say we can talk to Love Sports' very own Guy Watts, who is out there in the streets of the Spanish capital. We can hear the atmosphere there. It's incredible. He's with the Tottenham supporters. Guy, what's it like out there? You're certainly right, Johnny. Yeah, I'm here in the Plaza Mayor. I'm joined by a Spurs fan, James, who's got an interesting story. He's not quite come all the way from Hawaii, but he was there a couple of weeks ago. James, <laughs> tell us a little bit about your journey here today. Uh, just well, my mother's side is from uh, Hawaii. So I grew up in England. I've been in America for like my whole life, um, pretty much. Uh, but my mother stayed in England. She retired, moved back to her side of the family in Hawaii. Haven't seen my mother in four years. Came back, and then um, uh, there's a little bit of a sea urchin story. You don't have too much time. It's a bit boring. Stepped in a sea urchin, got a bit of venom. To, Played IX. Sorry, where is this coming from? Kind of run, run out. Everything worked out in our favour. Um, between the, the anti-venom, like uh, antibiotic kind of shit, stuff they gave me for my uh, foot. Ended up buying a ticket, no business buying. But I'm here and I don't regret it. I don't regret it. Now. You wouldn't have missed it for the world, would you? Uh, no, no, not at all. This is what. Um, this is what. If you support Tottenham. And you've, you've been kicked in the guts, kicked in the ribs, kicked in the teeth, and we get up. And this is why you get back up, because of nights like tonight. And it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Do you mind me asking how old you are? What's that? Do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm in my mid-40s. Also, and did, did you think you'd ever see this? Um, I, didn't, uh, I hoped I would, but I have two sons, two sons, and I'm proud of I think the next generation, they'll see this a lot more than I will. Yeah, I think you're probably right. So what are you expecting for Saturday? Is Harry Kane going to start? Should he? Um, I think Harry Kane should start. I think he's um, not, not for his, uh, not just for his goal-scoring abilities. He can pick out, he can pick out, a, he's just got vision that a lot of players don't. And defensively on set pieces, he does quite well. And we could use the help there. Are you feeling confident? Can we get a prediction out of you? Uh, I'll say that we'll do better than that other side did last night. And where was it? Baku. Was it? Yeah, I don't even know. I don't think it was even in Europe. And uh, just lastly, James, before I let you go, we've got a few Spurs fans back in our studio at home. Have you got a message for them? They uh, they can't make it out this weekend, but I think some of them will be watching at the new stadium. No, it's, it, you know how it is. It's spiritually we're all together on this ride. And I love you all. We'll all be drinking together. Yeet Army all day. Great stuff. Thanks very much, James. Johnny, how are they doing back there? Well, it's optimism. It's optimism, I think. Guy, lads, how are you feeling? Well, we're, we're so, so close now. Of course, we're excited. A little bit of nerves, but as I've said on this show, you know, there's no reason why Spurs can't upset the odds throughout this competition. We look like we're going out on multiple occasions and we've found a way to win. 
No one believed we'd come back against Ajax. No one believed we'd come back against City. There's not many people that believe we're going to beat Liverpool. But, you know, Spurs are a team that when the pressure is off them, they tend to surprise a lot of people. Guy, you're out there in Madrid. We can hear that incredible atmosphere. Where are you? Are you in a square? Are you in a bar? What's going on? Yeah, I'm in Plaza Mayor, Johnny, which is one of the oldest and most central parts of the city. It's a really, really stunning place, actually, although it's been slightly spoiled by some of the UEFA decorations. We've got the statue of King Felipe III. Right next to it, you've got a five-a-side football pitch and a load of seating. You've got a PlayStation 10. You've got a Gazprom 10. So it really is kind of uh, European history and culture meets modern corporate Europe. So it's quite a sight to behold. It's great to be out here. There's been a great atmosphere in the square all day. You've got fans of both sides mixing I have to say you're not going to like me for this but the Liverpool fans have been making a little bit more noise today but there's still a long way to go till kickoff a lot of time for Spurs fans to make themselves heard Guy who do you reckon is more confident out of the two sets of supporters you're talking to them both are Liverpool backing themselves or will it be Spurs night put it this way the Liverpool fans seem to have absolutely no doubt who's going to win and They've just got their bus all given how <laughs> rowdy and how sort of glorying like I mean they, they seem to be celebrating already they've been singing literally all afternoon in the corner of the Plaza Mayor I feel like no one here has come expecting anything but a win the Spurs fans maybe you could argue they're a little bit more realistic that's not to say that they're pessimistic but uh, yeah there's plenty of people who uh, are not quite willing to say for sure that it's going to be a Spurs win I, I get the sense a little bit that they're happier to be here but that's not to have a go at all obviously as Ricky was just saying it's been such an incredible journey that I don't think you know anyone will ever look back on this run with anything but incredible memories Guy you're right what you're saying there I mean listen that doesn't surprise you Liverpool fans being cocky or overconfident I mean they bought the league by Christmas do you know what I mean they already had the decorations up <laughs> they're ready to you know, have the parade so that suits Spurs to the ground let them be confident because we'll come down and knock it on Saturday well, there we go. I'll be passing that message on to any other fans I speak to, Ricky. Are you boys feeling confident back home? Are you hoping to see Hurricane start? Uh, well, this is the big debate. In my honest opinion, I believe it, um, Harry should be on the bench. Not if, look, in my opinion, I don't know if he's again if he's fit and 100 a play. Again, he's in the starting lineup. But if, my, if I'm honest, if he's not fit, I would like to have the option there of Mora up front or just playing Justin behind there. I do believe that I mean we've got through the big games without Harry and I'm not saying you can't play Harry Kane will play in this in this Champions League final but what an option it will be to bring him off the bench if he's 60% fit if he's 75% fit if he can come off that bench and do something that would be amazing honestly for what it's worth Ricky I completely agree I just want to put in a mention for the Spurs fans I spoke to earlier by the way I don't know if Jason's with you tonight but there was someone who knew him someone all the way from Thailand we had fans from Moscow fans from Ukraine even a fan from Hong Kong as well so a really really impressive effort from those guys and of course from all fans whichever club they're supporting to make it here obviously the flights aren't cheap the hotels aren't cheap but there is some true loyalty being shown by everyone who's come to watch their team here it's wonderful stuff guy lovely to speak to you lap up that atmosphere in Madrid let your hair down enjoy it lovely to speak to you love sports very own Guy Watts there our roving reporter in Madrid nice to speak to the Spurs fans out there they're sounding happy sounding confident one guy who seemed to have got there via the emergency room (laughs) after a bizarre interaction (laughs) with some kind of sea creature but however you get there you have gone to the Champions League final and once you've got there you've got to prepare properly coming up we'll be hearing from one of Spurs very own as to how they're getting ready for the final this is love sport
You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow and Ricky Sachs and Grant Sachs of Last Word on Spurs. Delighted to say we got a call into the show as well. Josh is getting in touch from Hertfordshire. Josh, are you still in Hertfordshire? Are you in Madrid? Are you feeling confident? I wish I was in Madrid, I've got to be honest. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I am feeling confident. I'm extremely nervous, but I think... You've got to feel confident going into a match as big as this because it's unlikely that we're ever going to see it again. I think we've got to embrace it and enjoy it. And I think that's what the 62,000 fans who have booked tickets to go to the screening, myself included, are doing. And I think it would be an amazing occasion. Josh, lovely having you on the line. Hope you're well. Uh, thank you. No problem at all. Tell us then, Josh, how are you? How do you want to see Spurs line up tactically for this one? I mean, myself and my brother were talking about the uh, the game plan that Spurs are going to need to have to play Liverpool at the weekend. What do you believe Spurs need to do to get a result? Right, firstly, not five at the back. <laughs> we, it, 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 it doesn't work, period. It doesn't work for us. Um, we need, I think, I think we... Do you know what? I really don't know. I think there's such... Um, difficulty that Potter's going to have in regards to right back and strikers and Kane or no Kane and whether Lucas should start and he, I think it's so difficult. I just I think he's, he, he's got loads of headaches. I think I'd like to see I, I'd like to see Kane start. I think I was listening to you before. I I believe that Lucas Moura coming on with 30 minutes left to spare. If hopefully not, but if we're losing, is more effective than Kane. I think I think Kane, um, you yeah, know, like you said, 60 percent, 70 percent fit. You know, take him off from 65, bring Lucas Moore on if we're in a bit of trouble. And, you know, because he, he has that pace that perhaps Kane lacks. Um, whereas, you know, Kane is an all-round better striker. I think, you know, that's undebatable. But, um, yeah, I think start him. I'd say 4-2-3-1 perhaps. And Sissoko and maybe Winks or um, Ali there and Lucas. And I, I don't know. I really don't know. I think, it's like I say, it's, it, it, it's a lovely headache to be having. Josh, can I just quickly say... Um... Look, your opinion with with Lucas. How can you not play him? He he, he got us there. It's so difficult. I mean, I, I can think... understand. I mean, um, it's a tough. It's a it's a very very hard decision to make. But I mean, obviously with Lucas, I mean, he's the guy that's given us this chance that we've been waiting for for years. And you feel, I mean, he deserves to start. I mean, I understand again. It's all about the game plan. But I, I mean, uh, as I say, I believe Lucas has got to start. Who'd you drop? That's the question. Do you I drop know. Harry Winks because he's been, um, you know. M- Monstrumental in our season. Do you drop? Obviously not Sissoko, but I I just don't know. As in Ali, I, I I'm just I've I've been playing around with it for such a long time, and I just think either way, you know, whoever, whatever the lineup it's going to be, it's going to shock, upset, and please some fans. You can't please everyone. It's very I, true. I, I, I trust that Poch knows what he's going to do. I trust he's going to put out there the, the strongest eleven that we can possibly have, and hope for, you know, hope for a win. Josh, it's been lovely speaking to you. Thanks ever so much for Thank your call, you. Josh. Josh, they're calling into the show. If you'd like to do the same, that number is 0208 70 20 558. You can get us on WhatsApp on the very same number. Your calls are pouring in. I can see them popping up in front of me as I talk to you. We've also got a star of our own show who's waiting on the line. Jason of Last Word on Spurs is going to be with us very, very shortly. He's just someone who we we were discussing the extent to which this man's popularity oh, extends is quite something. <laughs> Hello, Jace, how are you? He's, he's not with us quite oh, yet. Oh, he's not with us quite we'll yet. We'll have Jason oh, just right, a okay. moment. Oh, right, OK, I thought you had him on the line there. No, no yeah, he's... We've got, we got Jace with us now. Oh, we J- have got him with us now. Jace, we've got a man in Madrid, and he's been out there just walking the city, literally <laughs> just saying hello to Spurs fans. And we had one on air earlier who said, listen, Jace 
is a legend. You you've spread to Madrid. You got to stop paying these, Jace. You got to stop it, mate. I'll have to let the bag cat out of the bag soon. That's why I'm bankrupt. I think. I keep paying all these people. I pay them whatever they want. That's the problem. You see. How are you, Jace? You well? Yeah, not a lot better after watching the farm. I know, right? His cup final. Well, that, that farmyard cup went well, didn't it? That that was fantastic, and uh, we found out that they were not cut out of the Champions League because they can't play on a Wednesday night. So <laughs> it's just normal for them. So, but uh, no, now that now that one's out of the way, it's just starting now to 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 get myself up for for Saturday, and uh, can't wait now to to get over to White Hart Lane for it. Jace, you know you gave your team last week. Any changes on that, or is it still the same for you? No, I think it, yeah. Like I say, I think the the only question is is it Aurier or Trippier? And for me, if we're starting Winks and Kane, then I wouldn't start Aurier as, as the third one. But you know that that's the the problem area of the team. And in a in an ideal world, we'd have Wamba Saka starting in place of the two of them. But <laughs> if that can't happen, then uh, then I probably would go Trippier over over Aurier. But it's it's such a such a hard one to to justify. That's for sure. I was going to say, Jace, um, I know you do the show with Ricky often, but as his younger brother, I've seen a lot of these. And I know <laughs> in the past you said about Trippier, you don't feel as if sometimes he jockeys back, he struggles to go against his man. Is the worry of Mane? I mean, obviously, I think we're all worried at Mane at Trippier. I mean, do you feel on a special night, Trippier will be able to find a way to block him out and deal with him? Well, I mean, let's, let's be honest, Mane's, Mane's been playing really well. And at some stage during the evening, even if Trippier has his, mm. has his best game, there's going to be one or two moments where Mane gets away from him. I think, you know, what we're going to have to do is, is make sure Moussa Sissoko gives him as much protection and help. And in fairness, Moussa Sissoko's done that pretty well this year. Absolutely. But I think if we just leave Trippier isolated, Mane, and don't forget Robertson will come down that side as well, then, you know, that's a really hard ask for him. So... You know, as, as, like I say, as much as Trippier is not our favourite player, you've got to give him a little bit of help. And if mm. he gets taken to the cleaners by Robertson and Mane running at him all night with no help, then then it's going to be a tough evening for for any right back, isn't it? Let alone Kieran Trippier. So Absolutely. we've got to plug that hole. That's for sure. Well, you're right. It might have to be that night where you double up on that that man Mane. Absolutely. Jace, I've got something good for you next. Stay on the line. Stay tuning to the show. We've got transfers next, so you definitely tune in for those. Yeah. <laughs> well, I. I, I <laughs> There's too much interference on this phone, mate. I, I can't take that. Jace is going through a tunnel. Jace, lovely to speak to you. Jason McGovern there of the last word on Spurs. Ricky, spot on. Stay with us because it's all the latest Tottenham rumours next. This is Love Sport. It's the Spurs Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow, and the guys from Last Word on Spurs. It's Ricky Sachs and Grant Sachs. Ricky, you are, of course, Last Word on Spurs' transfer maestro. The rumour mill has been in full form this week. Who are you being linked to? Well, if you just believe all the, the newspapers and the media, we've been linked to the, the world. But you know, the main ones that have caught the eye this week is the PSV winger Stephen Bergwijn. We've been linked with him and Jack Clark of Leeds and Giovanni Lo Celso of Real Betis. I think Spurs have cautiously, they're not going to do any business, we don't believe, before the Champions League final. Obviously, that's Saturday. We're not expecting anything whatsoever. Ryan Sessegnon, you know, Spurs seem to be confident on a deal for him. And what I will say is that, you know, this is going to be very, very interesting in terms of how Spurs do their business this summer. We want to see them act early. We want to see them bringing the players that Maurizio wants to work with. So, you know, it will be interesting to see the calibre. Well, we're seeing the calibre now, what we're being linked with. I suppose the question being, Grant, is any of those players there that we've put down Mm. the paper, any of them stand out for you that would improve this squad? I think 
this, I mean, I've seen a bit of this Jack Clark. He looks like a good player in the championship. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming the foot pass will be it'll be like another Delhi. That'd be the plan. Turn him into like another Delhi where he's a young, promising player, upcoming. Um, this Giovanni, this Giovanni Lo Celso, as we say it, he looks like a very talented player, Argentinian. So I'm sure Mauricio has had a good look at him. Um, look, again, I don't think we're expecting a whole brand new squad to walk into this team that are amazing. So we've already got an amazing squad. But again, like we've said, we just need that one bit of special player or what little second bit of special I player to come in. I think we need more than that. I think we need more. I'll be I think two or three, as we've said, to, to really push the squad on. And I keep saying the same mm. thing, you know, to, for the squad domestically to improve with Man City against Liverpool. They're going to have well, to push a squad on. I was going to say, depending on... I mean, I think that is dependent on if, who we hang on to. I mean, if Christian goes, obviously we do need to get that replacement. Absolutely. I don't know if that would be a Madison. I mean, that would be a very good signing, but it depends on who we let go. I mean, who would walk into Christian's boots? I mean, or who would walk into Toby's boots? Who's out there? I mean, who would you replace them with? Well, who would I, come in? the interesting thing a bit about this Le Celso rumour is often when you see players linked on Twitter, the response is apathetic because people don't know very much about yeah, them. Shit, yeah. Now, I'm not an expert in Real Betis's season. <laughs> I know they've struggled and I know that Le Celso has been massively important. 16 goals, I think, and a oh, few cool. assists as well. And the thing that has surprised me, I keep my finger quite close to the pulse of the rumour mill because I do a rumour mill show here on the station. And the instant response from all the Spanish journalists I chat to with Le Celso is he is quality. Mm. Everyone is saying... This is a kid who wouldn't just improve Spurs. He'd improve pretty much anybody. And £53 million, well, it's a lot of money. But if he's as good as he's supposed to be, he could be the man, if you do need to replace Ericsson, who could fill those shoes. It's funny, you would say £53 million is a lot of money. In today's market, it's, it's not... It's, it's, of course, yeah. it's a lot of money, but it's not a great huge amount. You know, Spurs paid £40 million for Davidson Sanchez, and you would imagine if Spurs are going to enhance his squad, they're going to have to break that transfer record this summer. There's no doubt about that. I mean, I think the player that... A lot of Spurs fans want to see come to the club, including me, is Undembele. That's the guy we want to see. I got one more. Gareth. You want Gareth? Can Gareth come home? Well, I don't know. The problem with Spurs, and Johnny, you said it last week, it's the wages. There's a lot of combining factors there. I'm Mm. not having it. I think if you bring Gareth home, it would be lovely and romantic, Mm. and we'd all like to see it. But you shatter the wage structure. And if you look, for example, at your cross-town rivals, Arsenal, when you do that, you get other players getting grumpy, wanting Bale-style money. If you play Bale 400, Kane's going to want 400, Ali's going to want 350. Mm. Can of worms. But the thing is, Johnny, you know, with that, I totally understand where you're coming from, but for Spurs to evolve as a club and for them to be able to compete against the likes of Liverpool Man City next season, they are going to have to bring in better players than what they've already got. And the argument is you're gonna have to, you are going to have to, you know, adjust that wage structure. You know, Harry Kane, that new contract for him, the six-year deal, smashed the wage structure. Mm, Kane doubled absolutely. his wages. So for any player Spurs are bringing in now, if they want top quality, you have to find a way of playing the top quality wages. And what I will just say is the club are getting an absolute windfall for the Champions League money. They're getting £72 million, you know, and you have to bear in mind they've not spent anything for two windows. Granted, the stadium is costing them a lot of money. I don't mm. doubt that at all whatsoever. But, but it is time to invest. It's time to invest. Mm. It's time to invest. Yep. We're joined on the line just quickly, Will, by Will from New Jersey. Are you confident for the final? I'll tell you what, I'm excited. Are there fireworks already, uh, Will? You've not won it yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I, you know, it's been... Boy, these three weeks have just been uh, kind of a journey unto themselves. Uh, you know, the first week, uh, you know, just flying, you know, and watching replays time and time again. And then the second week, looking at the calendar and wondering uh, if it was ever going to move. 
And then finally this week, with each passing day, my heart is being faster and faster. And I can't wait until Saturday. Like you just said there, how many, obviously you said the week's been flying. I can imagine, how many times have you watched that Lucas go back in this one week? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good question. I, you know, I watched that a number I watched it a number of times. Uh, uh, you know, it's interesting, right? Because, uh, you know, I've been watching so many clips, too. Uh, and uh, usually through uh, the last word on Spurs' uh, Twitter feed. Uh, and so, Ricky, by the way, thank you for, for that and for all the work you do oh, to, uh, to, to keep us all connected. It's just amazing. But there was one clip where it was showing, you know, kind of all the guys, um, you know, Spurs players, on, you know, watching the highlights again on an iPad and, you know, kind of giving their reaction. And, you know, there's a little bit of me uh, feeling a little bit like Jason, I guess, and saying, you know, let's put that behind us. And, uh, you know, let's just, because the job's not done yet, right? Uh, you know, and let's focus now on this, uh, this incredible opportunity to change the course of our club's history. Agreed. It's so exciting. Well, Will, the big question then, and I need a yes or no answer to this one, is are they going to do it? Are they going to, as you see it, change the course of Tottenham's history? You know, I think so. Good I, man, I, Will. I, I, you know, Good answer. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's a... There's just some, it's been a magical run, and I, I'm so glad Pochettino is our coach, and I think we're going to find a way. It's wonderful stuff. Well, lovely to speak to you. Thank you for your call. Cheers, Will. Will there, ringing in from New Jersey on that number, 02087020558. You can get in touch too. But coming up, it is a game, as Will said, that could change the course of this club's history. How are they going to do it? Don't go anywhere. This is Love Sport. You're listening to the Spurs Fan Show here on Love Sport Radio with me, Johnny Burrow and Ricky Sachs and Grant Sachs of Last Word on Spurs on the Thursday before the biggest Saturday in Tottenham's history. Gents, it's a Champions League final against Liverpool in Madrid. If you were Maurizio Pochettino, Ricky, we'll start with you. How would you set the team up? Okay, so my team... Four for, uh, yeah, four three one two. So for me, starting from the front, I read my team out last week. My stance hasn't changed. I'm sticking with Lloris in goal. Danny Rose at left back. Toby and Jan are Belgian duo at centre half with Serge Aurier on the right. So Kieran Trippier on the bench. Um, I've got a midfielder Winks and Sissoko with Ericsson, Ali, Mora and Harry Kane starting up front, which has meant I've had to leave Sonny on the bench, which has been a really tricky dilemma for me. And Jason said it last week, you know, I think the Mora hat-trick has, of course, swayed my mind. Sonny's been incredible this season. You know, he won the players' player of the season, the fans' player of the season. He's been a wonderful, wonderful player. But Sonny has that ability, like we've seen it before, to come off the bench and change a game. And that's the reason why I'm going to put Sonny on the bench because I think with Harry Kane, he's the talented man in this club. He's the leader. And, you know, as I said at the very start of the show, both teams haven't played football for three weeks. No one is match-fit. Nobody. You know, you can't be. You haven't played a game. So... If Harry Kane, in Maurizio's mind, is fit, he's starting for me. I think I'm going to upset a few people here with my one. Okay. I'm, I say I'm, I'm on this idea of the game plan. So I've gone with in goal, obviously Hugo with Trippier, Alderweireld, Matongan, and Rose. And in my central midfield, I've gone for Sissoko and Wanyama with obviously the 
the front four being Ericsson, Delhi, Moore and Son in that attack. Uh, I'm just putting on the basis that I am really worried that Kane is not 100% fit and it's proven in the games towards the end of the semi-finals in Manchester United last year in FA Cup. You could tell Harry wasn't fit but look, it's a hard, It's very, very difficult. I'm going on the basis that Harry is, about, I think, about 60%, 70% fit. And look, the option to bring him on is incredible. Uh, but, I mean, you've got to look at the games this season without him. We haven't Let had me him. ask you, Granny, if he was fully fit, if Maurizio reckons he's fully fit, would your team change? I I just believe, at the minute, I mean, no, I'm going to be honest with you, I wouldn't change it at the minute. I think it's been working. Uh, well, I say it's been working. So in the Champions League games, we've gone without Harry and we've done some damage. We've beaten Manchester City without Harry. Um I just believe that this team is good enough to, to attack Liverpool without Harry. But look, he will definitely come on and it would be an amazing, amazing thing to bring Harry on, even if he's 6% fit, just to go at the Liverpool team. They'll, be, they'll obviously be a bit tired as well, so Harry will have that bit of freshness. Even Look, let's wait and see. But I believe that the team that pretty much played Manchester City and played Ajax away would be the team I'd go with. Mm, bold, bold stuff. What happens if at the point where you're going to bring Kane on, Spurs are out of the game? It's not something we want to see happen, but if you're 60 it, yeah. minutes in and you're 3-0 down, have you then blown it, blown the advantage that Kane gives you? I believe in any... I mean, with this team at the minute, I mean, I can't see us... I mean, look, football's football. I say capitulating in the first 20 minutes. I'm like, I can't see that happening. But look, he, the guy will come on. I mean, we've, we've, we came back from 3-0 down against Ajax. That's a good point, yeah. So you say capitulating. I mean, we've come back from 3-0 down and we've we've turned the result around in the past. We've done the Man City one again, which even that looked incredible. So look, I'm, I'm confident we can do this still. Harry can have the ability to come off the bench and do something special, which again, if he, I mean, again, if he comes off the bench, we'll be absolutely buzzing when he comes off the bench. It'll be incredible. He makes the point because it is a psychological factor as well. Liverpool will be sitting there as well, knowing Harry's on the bench. There is that point to it. But I think, you know, as I said, he is the talisman in this football club. You heard, as I said at the start of the show, that he gave a rousing speech when Spurs are losing the Ajax game and transformed that dressing room. He can, he can still do that. If he can still do it, yeah. Granny, but you're talking about a guy there that is, you know, he has led this club through mm. thick and thin over the last two or three seasons. Some of his goals he scores, he always scores in big games. And it's the same. I've heard this week about rumours about you know, dropping Deli Alley. I think that's... that's I, couldn't, yeah. I, couldn't, I can't understand anyone would want to drop Deli Alley. This guy is made for the big games. How many games has he scored? I can't, Top yeah. clubs, Man the City, Liverpool, Arsenal. This guy always is, scores in big games. You have to play mm, Deli. The thing is with Deli, he's the kind of guy, again, in that Ajax game, you might have said he was quiet, then he plays the pass yeah. to Lucas. And the that's pass, I, can't, I watched it back today, I want to see you, and... I can't even see the pass, and I'm looking at it straight. Up. And he's got his back turned with his eyes the other way, and he's played that pass. And you can't drop Delhi. He has done it in the big games, and and yeah, same with Ericsson, though, isn't it? Ericsson, Ericsson has been again. a lot of criticism over this season, but Ericsson's got a crucial goal uh, against Inter Milan mm. to keep us alive. Definitely. And you know, big players. If you can't raise yourself for this stage, then that's it. It's the, it's the biggest Spot game of on. their. You know, whilst it's probably the a lot of you know supporters' nights, the biggest game of our lives. It is for the players. You know, Toby Adevere was speaking about, you know, exercising demons. You know, Grant, you said to me outside about Atletico Madrid where he lost it with them. So this is a huge night for him. Maurizio, you know, what I will say is that for how far this club has gone now, when people say, what have you won? What have you won? What have you won? To all those supporters that say that, to be able to turn around and say, we've just won a Champions League, it would just be the most remarkable, Mm. remarkable achievement for this football club, for what it's what we've gone through, Grant. You know, say all those years we used to sit there and believe. You know, still got what, the memories of the PSV away. I think on penalties, very, very Europa League. Yeah, 
those painful but years. The, the semi-finals yeah. in the FA Cup, you know, you get this yeah, team. You know, absolutely. It's, it has let us down. It's broken our hearts. And yet you come back time and time again and you pray that one day something great's going to happen. And we've had, we have had so many disappointments in semi-finals. But to be where we are now, the great thing about it is if we can beat Liverpool, we've beaten Liverpool, Man City in the same, mm. I say, in the same season for the Champions League. And there'll be no reason for Tottenham with the right investment in the summer that Spurs can't seriously challenge for the Premier League. I was going to say, you couldn't have thrown any harder games at no. us and got through. I mean, I mean, the Ajax was a young upcoming team who looked fantastic and everyone was saying about, well, we can't take them lightly. Well, maybe the first day we had no Sonny. We went, we went there and went through down and came back and won. So yeah. we've had a very, very hard run and no one can ever question that, absolutely. I've read a lot of interesting articles this week. I want to broaden this slightly. Comparing you, which at the moment in terms of footballing ability is not a fair comparison at all, to Arsenal. Because we know that at the moment this current Tottenham team is a lot better than Arsenal. It's, but it's mentality as well, Johnny. Let's mm. not forget that. Mentality, their they're streets are hot apart. They are indeed. But comparing Arsenal and Spurs in terms of a Champions League final. Now, lots of people are saying that Champions League final that Arsenal lost in 2006, where they look comfortable even with 10 men, and then Henrik Larsson came off the bench, changed the game for Barcelona, and our Arsenal supporting producer is looking like he's flagging. The point that's being made is that if Arsenal had won that game, won that Champions League, it would have changed the course of that club's history. They would have entered the real top table of European football. The prestige would have been different. The appeal would have been different. We had a caller into the show who said this is a game that can change the course of Tottenham's history. How big is this game? It's not just even about winning a Champions League. It could be about the future of Tottenham Hotspur. Yeah, it's taken us into a completely different territory than we've ever been before. Because where people view Spurs as, you know, I wouldn't say a small club, but a club that, you know, it's an nearly club. They always get to the final hurdle and they fail. You know, we heard uh, Juventus defender, you know, last year. You know, beautiful story, but they always they fail at the last hurdle. But for Spurs to go and uh. achieve this with the squad we've got, with no transfers, and I always say it, players that are back from a World Cup, you know, the multiple injuries, um, playing as I've always said, you know, three quarters of a season away from home as well. To be where we are now, qualify for the top four again for next season, Champions League football guaranteed in a Champions League final for Maurizio as well, for the manager, for what this guy has transformed Tottenham. Just not in terms of the squad, but the culture around the club, the connection with the fans. You know, it wasn't long ago before Maurizio's time here that we was a fragmented fan base. You know, and what he's done, he has brought the club together, both on and off the pitch. And we Absolutely. are now proud as supporters to be Spurs fans. This is the thing now. You're, you are so proud to be a Tottenham fan. And I want it for him. I really want it for this manager. You see what it means to him for all the work he's put in. It would just be, like Hugo Lloris said, he wants to do it for this manager. Mm. There is just like about Maurizio that makes you, you want to do it for him. You can tell. I mean, he's such a, the way he comes to Pochettino, he's such a lovely guy and he, and he wants to do it the right way. He's not the type of guy, I mean, if he went to a Real Madrid and done it that way, but he wants to do it the right way. He's he come here with a project and I think we've probably skipped forward in that project. I don't think anybody's expecting this. When we went out the FA Cup this season, I think it was doom and gloom. The season's over. What's going to happen? And the way we've done it with the injuries, the injuries, we went into the, this Champions League, we was clinging on to this group stage game when Lucas went away to Barca and produced this, this, this magical moment. I mean, the way we've done it, it, it is this kind of written story where you feel it's set, but then... Well, football. let's just it's wait football. and find out. It's football. You know, we, you sit and you talk to other fans and I hear other fans saying, oh, your name's on it. But as a Tottenham oh. fan, you know to never, ever 
get carried away because we have been there so many times where we think, you know, and we've been let down. And I think with Spurs fans now, of course, there's a sense of it's great to be there. But like Jason says, he's stopped watching the highlights now because he wants to go and win the thing. Yeah, it is absolutely time to win it. And of course, everyone here at Love Sport Radio hopes you do. Everyone thinks you can. I think we've got the nation, to be honest, John, haven't we? Liverpool. I think you have. Apart from, I mean, I said, apart from, from West Ham, <laughs> Arsenal, Chelsea away, us. And half of Liverpool. And half of Liverpool. Two thirds of Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah, it, bit of everyone. Bit of Leicester, no. Bit of Leicester, <laughs> bit of Leicester in there. No, I don't know. <laughs> Everyone's getting involved. But if you do fail to win it, for you as a club and for you as supporters of that club, how do you pick yourselves up? What comes next? I just, I mean, it, it would be absolutely gutting. But what I will say is, um, we've come again. As I said earlier, the pinnacle for us was getting into the Champions League years ago. But I mean, look, I believe that with a Especially us now, the years we've been through as Tottenham fans, we'll we'll pick ourselves up and we'll go again. But look, let's not think about that. Let's not think about that. Over to you, Rick. What do you think? We've got to think about winning. I don't want to think You're about happy losing. I just, with Johnny, with I don't want to even think about losing. I just want to think about winning because where we are now, we're on the brink of something so so special. You can see I haven't stopped smiling. I, I can, you know, I can't tell you what this <laughs> would mean for the club, but for us supporters, I mean, it would just be the most. Wonderful, wonderful night. I don't know how long the celebrations would last for weeks, months, years. I, I don't mean, know how long the tears will last. That's the, that's yeah, the other I mean, thing. I'll be in tears no matter what happens. Whether we win or lose, I'll be broken down because it's it's emotional. You speak to Spurs fans, mm. they were crying over the semi final. God knows what it's going to be like over the final. So you, you find yourself, I mean, when that, that more ago, but you find yourself grabbing people in, in pubs and clubs. You know who they are, you're grabbing them. But you're all, no, what, nobody, fans, nobody cares. Nobody cares. You're all Tottenham, you're in it together till the very, very that, end. That's the key. In it together. And that's the great thing that you know there'll be fans no matter where you're watching it you know, at the new stadium that's sold out now mm. bars in, in in madrid at the ground you know this is where family friends mm. everybody comes together and maurizio has embraced this club you know it was a great clip of him watching the fans reactions to mora's last minute goal mm. you see what it means to him i mean he has i kept on saying i can't stop saying it he's transformed this club mm. and i want to win it for him it's time to create history and if you do do it, in fact, before I even ask that question, <laughs> do you think the fact that you've even got here has already unified the fan base? Oh, yeah, I think, but Maurizio's done that over the course of two or three seasons that he's unified it. But I think to do it against a, a, a great side, a great Liverpool mm. side that keeps that, they lost once in the Premier League this season. They've got some, you know, I say some, they've got wonderful players wherever you look across the park, defence, attack, goalkeeper. And this is where, you know, like, Grant, I agree with you, a game plan's going to have to come Absolutely. into play on the night because Spurs are going to have to find a way to navigate and nullify their attacking threats. You know, Firmino, Mane, Salah. I mean, wherever you look, it's wonderful players. Mm. But I look at our team. We've got great players. Yeah. Solly can score. Eriksen's got the ability to pick out a world-class pass. Mm. Deli Ali, you know, a big game player. Harry Kane. You know, you look at our squad. We've got stars that can win the game as well. I completely, yeah, I completely agree. It is... I believe it could be one of the games, and I think a lot of it, it's fine margin. It will take be tight, a it? spin of a ball, it will take a, a deflect, oh, who knows. But be honest, with you, could you see it going all the way to penalties? Could I see it going all the way to penalties? Uh, that would be the one I probably wouldn't want it to go. I don't know no, how I'm going to take it. I don't I don't think think, well, I'll say it, have, I'd have to take it. My heart would have to take it. But <laughs> it, oh, I don't want to talk about that penalties. Don't mention penalties. But uh, it's going to be a game of fine margins. I honestly believe that. And most people you speak to, they believe it's going to be a very, very close game. I think both teams will set up very, very well. And it will be a, a very scientific game plan from both squads. But let's just hopefully it's, the, uh, it's North London who comes out on top on the main evening.
So are you more interested in Spurs trying to stop Liverpool or Spurs getting at Liverpool? Can I be honest with you, Johnny? I want us to focus... Okay, at the same time, obviously, Liverpool are a great side, but we have to focus on us. It can't all be about the opposition. As a team, you know, we've got the ability out there. We've got win- we have got players that can win this game. You know, as Grant said, we've come from behind against Man City. Ajax. Couldn't have done it harder. Any other Couldn't have done way. it harder. We've been out the group stages, gone as how many times? We was at the knockout stages. People had, we were 600 to 1 at one point. I got 600 to 1. And yet, I wish I had a tenner on, on it. <laughs> I wish I had a tenner on it. You're a winning side. You could be the ultimate winning side on Saturday. But, gents, it's that time in the show where, just quickly, I need to press you for score predictions. Grant? Uh, I'm going to go for Liverpool 1, Tottenham Hotspur 2. Yes. And, Ricky? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go for the same scoreline, two-one Spurs. Well, I just f- have a feeling we are gonna do this, and I just want to say to all the listeners that are last one on Spurs, I can't thank you enough for all the support this season. We are back through the summer. Don't worry, stick with us. Believe. Come Bel- on, you Spurs. Believe. Come on, Tottenham. It's gonna happen. And for all the reaction after the game, ten o'clock till eleven on Saturday night. Join me right here on Love Sport Radio. Sports Social Podcast Network.